Hello everyone, I'm Dr. Cecily. So today, I want to talk about the topic of actually having boundaries, which is really interesting. Um, I was thinking about when we don't have boundaries and others cross over them, we need to start setting up boundaries for ourselves and how we respond when people cross those boundaries that can be in your career that can be in relationships that can be in your whole relationships period first of all is about clear communication which is very very important clear communication and setting up boundaries that you have set in force for yourself and for others. Communicating those boundaries to others for them to understand this is what I am, this is what I'm presenting to you and see what they say if they understand your boundaries. So you don't make the mistake of, you know, assuming they know your boundaries and then when someone crosses the line, you feel quite offended. And what you do is you put up a wall. And that wall stays there and you're like, okay, what do I do to do with this wall? How do I get it down? Or how do I communicate? So first of all, if they don't know your boundaries, you got to go back and have a conversation and say, look, you know, this is where I stand on this and or this is how I felt or this is how I'm feeling. These are, you know, you, you own what you're feeling or what you felt. This is how I felt. This is how I'm feeling. And I wanted to have a conversation for you to understand where these feelings are coming from and how I was feeling at the time or how I felt at the time of you crossing my boundaries. Simple words, you know, because you can have that and like, okay, think you have boundaries, but then your boundaries are always, you're always put to the test if you're going to really stick to your boundaries and make sure that you're doing clear communication exactly what it is you want and what it is you seek and that's important sometimes that can be very scary because you might not even know what your boundaries are until someone gets up into your personal space you know some of us don't you know like are all up in people's face talking and that might be a little bit too much. Like some people like, you know, actually literally step back like that. Oh my gosh, I can't believe they're doing that. Mm -hmm. You're in their boundaries. You're in their own. <laughs> You're in their space. And they would like, you know, to tell you to step back. But, you know, and sometimes we get all emotional. Be like, yeah, nah, 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 nah. our head be going and our bodies be moving. Or we're sitting there and we got the voices loud and we're not really expressing we're doing all this dynamic and building all this energy around us which is really unnecessarily so 
if you're not good at with clear communications, you're going to constantly get tested to make sure that you're doing clear communication and how to put this across. Um, some people say, oh, you know, you're so nice and all of this and blah, blah, blah. And they think your niceness is a weakness, but it's not. And the thing is, with those type of people, you got to learn to be assertive. Okay, that's what I thought. You got to learn to be assertive. And that's new um, for other people. It's really new. You know, how do I be assertive without offending anyone? How do I be a stand up for what I believe or what my rights are so someone... So I am not being assaulted or I am not have feel like someone is walking on me. How do we take those steps? What do we do or how do I go about it? And another thing is actually writing down how you want this conversation to go. Number two is actually visualizing the conversation that you're having and you also want to sit down with them either with a cup of tea um, something to drink something cooling um, something that is just very calming not somewhere where everybody's going and all this energy because that negativity feeds off of that 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 energy and it brings like make you hyper sometimes like oh you're hyper you know hyperactive so that's something that I want you you know to think about how where you set your communication where you're talking is it in a quiet place can they hear you uh, you know is it the best time even just sitting down like I said and saying let's go out for a cup of coffee or let's go walk, walk on a beach you know so it don't necessarily have to be a girlfriend or an associate it could be your partner. If you're not doing clear communication and set up boundaries where with each other, then that is not good as well. And you want to define you want to define these things in your life about your boundaries and about your communication. You want to define and know, you know, what you're seeing. You know what I mean? You want to make sure it's understood what is the purpose of this how it affects you how it affects them what it looks like these are just some basic questions that you want to think about and ask yourself how do I go about this what is it that I think needs to be done how do I go about making this seem great and moving quite along that's something to think about um, you don't want to offend anybody you don't want to put pressure on them and you don't want to put pressure on yourself so what you might want to do is take a couple of days meditate on it write it down say it and then call them up and say hello you know do you have would you like to have a cup of coffee would you like to have a cup of tea I, I would like to discuss something with you if you have time. You know, let's let's get together. And also, make your, yourself accountable for your behavior and your actions. You're not accountable 
for their actions or their behavior or their response. Some might respond with good, like, oh, wow, thank you for letting me know. Some right, might respond to negativity. You are not responsible for that, and that is none of your business. You came, you talked, and I don't I'm yelling. Yelling is not talking. Screaming, jumping up and down is not communication. And listen, you know, listen, you know, open ears up and listen to what someone's talking. And sometimes we have a tendency, which is I am guilty of sometimes, is I have something to say and a thought comes in. So you know what I think? When you have like a thought comes in, like a thought be coming in my mind, I'm like, okay, I have a thought, I have a thought. Write it down. So when you're talking, have a pencil and paper with you and write down your thoughts. So as you're as you're going through this and things are being discussed, you can write it down. Then after they finish, say, you know what, uh, you know, I, I hear what you're saying, but this is what I would like to discuss with you and go back over your points. And let them know, I did hear what you're saying. That is very a key point. I do, I do hear what you're saying. I do, you know, I understand. But can I make a, you know, I would like to make a point here or I have something that came to me as you were talking. And can I share these views with you? And share them. Ooh, shoot. Something is like, ooh. Only here, right? <laughs> only here. But um, my ear has been itching. So I thought about this and how to respond. Respond in the past. And how in the past is basically, I basically don't talk to you. I've, I've, I've actually picked up and moved out of one state to another state and communicated back because I felt someone was being intrusive on my life. That's just me, the gypsy and me. You know what? I'm going to remove me, my family, the whole situation. But instead of talking to them, because I was uncomfortable with confrontation. And it doesn't have to be confrontation. That was not a skill that I learned um, growing up. I just don't like it. I don't like debate. I like peace. I like harmony. I just, you know... Just, just not in my, um, was not in my repertoire to, to, and how to handle it. So I, that's something I had to learn as I get older, when people stepped over their boundaries, how to put them in place. Because you're an elder, I respect you and I let you say stuff. Hmm. Well, that's also a thought too, because someone's older does not mean they're wiser. But you can let them make their point and say, "Can I point something out to you? Let me, let me, let me share something with you." You know, I don't understand, and you might not understand my path and everybody's path and how they get a bit, how they get about where they're going is very different. As spiritual path, relationship path, career path. Um, just their path in general it is totally different and how it might seem like the actions that people are taking are like but they differ they differ so much 
and that's very important to understand but again everything is key point number one clear communication definitive boundaries and having them in place now when someone oversteps those boundaries that you have set up make it clear and hold them accountable i did this and i made you aware i repeated back to you several times this is what it was this is what i was going to do and you've crossed the line now it's up to you to see if how much it it irks you or uh, put you on defense how you respond you know um, if it's money loss if it's uh, total disrespect sometimes we let you know things go like that one time or maybe twice but the third time is like uh -uh, no so let, I, I gotta shut you down I gotta let me let me let me pull you to the side that's that's what I do. Let me put. Can I can I talk to you for a minute? Come here, and I'll say something. You know, but like I said, I just I'm the person. I don't like to be around a lot of negativity, so I'll remove it. And and the way I go about it, it's not everybody's thing. I'll move country, town, city, whatever. I won't be in the same thing. And that and that's what I did. Instead of facing that, and I realized no matter where I go. I would encounter the same lesson about me asserting myself over and making my boundaries very clear about what it was and what I was going to accept and what was unacceptable to me. And saying, again, just like in a relationship, this is what's worked for me, this is what works for me, what works for you, are we compatible? And how is that how does that look you know that's my question how does that look to you wow big difference you'll find it looks a lot different what you think see think something look like might not be so that's why it's important. clear I can't I keep saying clear definitive boundaries and communication that means verbally speaking or even writing it down and some of us have a tendency like, oh, you know, well, you know what? They didn't know better or we'll make excuses for them. Well, you know, the, the reason they did that is because, oh, they had a bad childhood or, you know, the reason they did that is because everybody, everybody does that to them. So they don't know how to respond or, you know what? Life is so tough. You know what? Life is tough for a lot of different people and how you respond is how you move forward and it's tough if life was a piece, a piece of cake everybody would be walking around here rich and all at the same spiritual we would be balanced but it's not life comes with valleys and peaks and all kinds of things and it's for us to get through that and to understand where we're coming from that's the important part how, you know, how do you feel? What makes you tick? What is my boundary? What is off limits? 
which is a definite no-no what is or better yet what is a deal breaker for you what is a deal breaker and did you let the people know in your business in your relationship and the things that you do this is a deal breaker everything you do you need clear communication definitive boundaries and it has to be effective if not people are not going to know when they cross those boundaries over and over again because they're like oh i did that to her you know girlfriend of the life girlfriend boyfriend of forgive me yeah honey on you know you know that's the kind of person no that's a form of disrespect and the thing is why give someone else more respect than you give yourself that's something to think about why are you giving that person more respect some of us because we're trying to buy love that's one others is because we don't want to be lonely that's number two number three is that we're not sure so we are not sure and then fourth is self-esteem because we're not sure in ourselves, and we you can see the most confident woman and they or confident man but in certain part aspect in their life you'll see where they're being trampled on it's like wow you know they they speak very well they're like this they do this they do this and they do this but in their life their daily life what they put is not for that other part is not there in this section of their life so we got to bring that together so it comes into a happy medium this is all about learning you know you're a mother when you're a, when you become a mother you set boundaries for your children right and if they cross that you have discipline action or consequences for them not following through or not going by your boundaries as a father you set boundaries for your children you set up expectations as a father and sit down and do clear communication and let your children know what you expect from them and say let's sit down and let's have a talk this is what I expect for you to do these are the rewards if you're doing such and such whether you're going to college whether you're getting a job whether you're living at home this is definitive and this is important you know First thing, you know, parents say, I expect you to go to go to school. Um, I expect you to graduate. Um, expectation was um, for me. My mother said she wanted me to go to high school. She wanted me to graduate it without having any kids. Um, I did. I, I, I worked. I went to school. I graduated. I had no kids. My goal is I was supposed to get a car. A car when I was a kid but I went into the service uh, a couple months after getting out 
but those are expectations so we put those expectations and we sit down and we communicate with our children i expect you to go to college i expect you to do better and beyond that i can do and we try to open the doors for our children for them to be blessed because we figure if they the more education they got the better they'll be able to make it in the world sometimes that's true and sometimes that's not true for our children sometimes that's true for the, our children that we're in guardian of or you know people we're raising so again it's about boundaries parents boundaries career boundaries when He sits down with a contract and tells you exactly what is required of you for this job and have standards. That's a clear communication contract. Same thing with a light. And they let you know if you don't do this, 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 this is the outcome. You will be fired. You will not have a job tomorrow. When you go to college, they have expectation. If you don't do this, 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 you don't get a grade. And if you don't pass this semester, you got this semester, this semester, this semester, and then you get a degree. So you understand everything is about clear communication, whether it's written, whether it's verbally. But these is letting you know your expectation. So the world needs a clear, definitive communication. I just can't say this enough. Um, and for our people that likes, like doesn't like conflict, like myself it's kind of it's hard to be assertive I'm assertive with a lot of other things but certain parts of my aspect of my relationship um, because I want to help so much I'm not assertive enough or I have somebody oh yeah girl I like what you do and da 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 and I'm going to hire you blah 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 they be talking just flapping those gums flapping those gums and Spirit said um okay let's see let's see if they're going to come come through and show up and show out for you and they say okay yeah they, i got your back girl i got your back and then somewhere around the line they might flip the script well you know i know this girl she can help you and she help you for free or call us for that and then they'll say girl you got a discount <laughs> girl we, we you know we, we've been homies for way back Get, girl give me that discount i know you got a discount i know you can help a sister out or you can help a brother out, you know, I got cancer, so, you know, I really want to work. This is how it is. That's This is in business. So, again, you, got, you have not to be afraid, and what I learned, not to be afraid and say, no, this is my prices. I don't have a discount. This is what I expect. This is what you get. And this is what it is. And this is my background. And let them know, this, this is why... XYZ is XYZ because this, you know, and then then people look at you, okay, wow, you defend you defined yourself, you're explaining yourself, and you know, that's what it is. And if they're a good friend or someone that wants to do business, what they will do is say, you know what? I understand, I respect that. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll let me get back to you. I a gentleman say that. You know, did did an interview with me. It was so so sweet. Did an interview with me, and he's like, "Wow, that's amazing." And I said, "Wow, okay, thank you." Next thing I know, this gentleman tells me, he says, "At this present point, 
I can't afford your services. But thank you. And he said, and I'll be back. Now that is respectful. And I, I, I didn't take offense. I was like, okay, got you. Blessings. Uh, you know, I, I had to respect that. So I like when people are up front and say, okay, what's your price? And I tell them my price. Unlike people like, you know, you can't do, you know, you can't do such and such and such or try to barter you down. But if they want those Gucci shoes, as my daughter Lacey said, mom, if they want that Gucci pocketbook or if they want that Prana shoes or they want, um, what is it, my, my brand back in the day. Oh my gosh, Claire, Claiborne, a Liz Claiborne outfit. They'll put the money to go to go get it. Or if the dude wants this car, the Ferrari, Lamborghini, whatever, they will save their ducats. Do you hear me? They will save their ducats to get it together, to get that car, get that note, get that insurance, get that driver's license, and make sure they're seen. And also, knowing they have to do that, they have to. It, um, fix. They can't just take it into your your regular dealer. So the warranty. So they're taking time to invest in that investment. So they understand the clear communication when they're buying their products and they're paying for a brand. Same thing with you. You are a brand, and it's all good. And there's gonna come some people. You know, like you're you're doing such and such. No, I'm me and they're them. So don't don't let somebody compare you and make you feel like you need to discount your services to appease them. Make again have clear communication with people. Make people accountable. That's what I'm saying. So I want to say this has been Dr. Cecily. I'm hoping my pointers have helped with clear communication and understanding. And that will be the topic tonight on Food Alchemy Network on Blog Talk Radio. So if you would like to be part of that, I invite you to be part of uh, Block Talk Radio to call, call in and be part of it. We look forward to hearing from you. Blessings. Hello, everyone. How are you? I did a show my time yesterday <laughs> and probably a little bit earlier time uh, today about relationships. I did a Block Talk Radio and I want to reiterate, I was talking to several people after the show, as well as giving spiritual advice, uh, which was very helpful, but understands everybody is looking for a relationship, would like to have a relationship, and some of us understand what a relationship are, some of us don't, some of us doubt, uh, you know, what we bring to the pot, if we, you will. So I said to some people or my audience, when you go into a relationship, what do you bring to the table? What do you have to offer? That's always a question. Um, when you're looking for a relationship, what do you look for in their characteristics? What are your characteristics? What is your character like? 
Uh, where do you stand on issues? These are things that need to be addressed. There's the woman that says, oh, I want the rich man or, or the guy that says, I want this rich woman. I, I want her to look a certain way. And, you know, she says he wants to look a certain way. At the end of the day, I'm always going to say, you have this picture of this beautiful person or you see this person that you want. Is that necessarily the person that you should be with? You could have someone that looks gorgeous. It's just empty as empty as a tool shed. Or you can have someone that looks like a Greek goddess or Greek god or African king or African queen and have nothing but noodle for the brain. What it takes for relationships to work. What do you want? You got to decide. First of all, if you're monogamous. First of all, if what kind of relationship you are, or if you're polyamorous. These are key factors that need to be keyed in on relationships and defining and communication. Um, what are you looking for in that person? Uh, what attracts you to a person? Is it just their looks? So are you superficial just looking for the looks and not in between? Or it's much deeper. Do you go deeper with the person that you love or want to build a friendship? Do you have a friendship first? Do you have something in common? And that's where it all starts. It was like, oh, I want to find love. Okay. So, first of all, what are your likes? What do you like to do? Are you a hiker? Are you a jogger? Are you a fast walker? Or you a horseback rider? Do you have an interest in cars? Do you like football? Do you like basketball? Do you like golf? Do you like art galleries? Do you like opera? These are things you need to ask yourself. Do you like to go dancing? There are some people that go to the club just to dance. Not to necessarily get the club vibe, but just to go to dance. So some people actually like old-fashioned, old band dancing, meaning they like the big band music and the dances. They like the jitterbug, the jive. And there's some people that like the waltz, so they learn to waltz. Some like the foxtrot, so they take foxtrot lessons. So these are different avenues that you can actually meet people if you like to dance. Or taking a dance class, whether it's ballet, whether it's jazz, whether it's African dance, whether it's tap dancing. It's something that gets you moving and gets you in that element for me is Boston. Boston is movement, which is very important in your life movement or you can do belly dancing belly dancing is very wonderful it exercises your body it moves your womb it can be very sensual for the woman now there are men belly dancers out there um there are just like there's men ballet dancers there's men jazz dancer tap dancing greg gregory heinery was a great one uh, also, my favorite is, uh, oh God, Sammy Davis Jr. Um, wow, 
Simeon is another one. These are great tap dancers that I love. Um, I'm a big band kind of a girl. I'm like old-fashioned. I like Dizzy Gillespie. Uh, Duke Ellington are some of the people that I like. I like eclectic music. I like Indian and techno. and These are different things that I get into. So you might people meet people at clubs, fan clubs, uh, outings. These are different places in the park when you're talking. You can join uh, cooking clubs, uh, cooking contests. These are just some things that you can do. Building cards, building scooter things, um, being a mentor, uh, being a big brother mentor or a big sister or even a mentor in business where you're actually socializing with other business people that are in the same colleagues that are doing the same thing of offering mentorship to other entrepreneurs that want to grow up and actually have a better business or a strong successful business which brings you into company of all kinds of people in different kinds of circuit that also helps your business flourish as well so there's different aspects of meeting different people um some people join internet sites uh, I think OkCupid okay, Meetup, um, and they're like clubs, but I'm trying to think, Tinder, they're on your phone, um, I'm not quite sure, there's language clubs that you can join, that you're learning a new language, and that you can get engaged with in learning different cultures and ethnic things that you want to learn about, you join these different clubs and you'll find out what people that you meet that are all from all times of life. Now, expats get together, uh, some of them join expats groups, some of them go to different uh, meetings or different, uh, like, venues, like, here in Thailand is the tree, is the tea tree cafe, where they have meetings uh, every so often, or you see somebody at, a, uh, at the mall or an event, and you introduce yourself, or someone on your page introduces you to someone. That's another way to meet people. Um, going to different homestays and figuring out what they're like and meeting people at the homestays or doing the Airbnb. These are just some aspects of things that you can do to introduce yourself and find out your likes. If you like painting and sculpture, take a class. You might meet someone that has painting and sculpture and somebody to go out with for coffee. There are people that have coffee clubs, wine clubs. There's all these different things that you could find that you have common ground just by starting by meeting people. So, which is really wonderful. So, you have a basis of what you want. And we said, oh, I don't know. You know, even going to the zoo by yourself and walking around the zoo and walking around to the aquarium or going on rides or going to the park, going to Disney World, Sea World. Bush Gardens, these are just some of the things that you can do. Um, going on a night safari, you might meet somebody that you never met before. Um, petting the tigers, which I'm not a big fan of because they're sedated. Um, and they're kept in cages. That's just me. Um, elephant rides, uh, I've never been on one and I don't know how they, they've raised. So I have some skepticals on that too, but there's different things. Um, take a cruise, you'll meet someone. 
um take and i mean not just a seven day cruise or three days cruise you can actually go in some cities and do a night cruise like when i was in bangkok i did a dinner cruise um in philadelphia the spirit of philadelphia there's delaware um you've been on the ocean the atlantic city they have cruises that you can have dinner uh some cruises you can gamble on if that's your thing or going to casinos so these are different places you can meet different people in different atmospheres doing a, a broadway show doing plays your local plays your local operas um your local music group your live band your jazz clubs uh, these are just other avenues if you're in spiritual and metaphysical, doing me join metaphysical clubs, join um, aspects, go to the psychic fair, go to the spiritual fair, go to the conscious living expo. These are just other things where you're meeting more like-minded people that are there that kind of have the same mindset that you don't have to guess or question what their belief is because they're there. And some people go for curiosity, so it gives you a time and opportunity to do a share and find out, question and answer at these events. Um, what else? There's the uh, carnivals. If you're a carny, go to the carny and see those. Or if you are a person that likes to do um, horticulture or permaculture, doing plants and going there and joining that club or history history and history club and learning about the history of where you live at or other places there's different clubs an ancestry they have an ancestry club a genealogy club to find out your genealogy and going back as far as you can these are just different aspects of different things that you'll meet different people that have something in common and uh, I like to say Facebook is nice, but it's not really a, a good place. I mean, unless you're in a group and this is what you're intended to do. So it's just different, if I should say. You might find someone, unless you're in a group to meet a man or a woman based on your likes or not likes or saying it's, it's a, dating, a dating site, um, then that's something different. Um, you also might want to consider what your lifestyle is like. Some people are into BDSM. Um, BDSM. Um, it's a form of domination and uh, slavery and submissive and all of that stuff. Uh, that is, you, you know, they got dungeons and clubs for that as well. If you're a swinger, they have swinger parties, swinger events, swinger cruises, swinger... Uh, what is it swinger cruises swinger events you you travel and, and you're in these events uh uh if you're nudist join a nudist colony going to the nudist event if if that's your thing so there's different places that you can be to meet different people if that's your thing um that nudist beaches if you're nudist so there's all types of things that you can meet people if you in comedic if you're judaism if you're in kabbalah if you're in um, Islam, um, if you're Krishna, if you're a Buddhist, there's different events that have the association that you can join. If you're a lawyer, if you're a doctor, if you're a nurse, uh, the conventions that you go to, you meet people and like-minded. This presents many opportunities for you to meet people 
in that spectrum of where you are. Um, it gives you a chance to open your horizon and don't be shut off. Uh, taking a class like Tantra, Kama Sutra, Shalawai Kadosha, Kadosha class, and learning them and sacred sexuality and learning um, how to please your woman, how to please your man, and understanding these are different classes that you can take um, as a single person as well as a couple. So these are so much more that you get to explore that you open yourself to opportunities of being a vessel of being like if you like crystals herbs oils uh if you're a herbologist what you do is you you can join the herb uh american herbal association and go to the conferences they have the same thing with the crystals there's different things for the things that you like or you associate it to so you can meet anybody anywhere you can actually if you have the farmer's market and you see a guy or see a girl you watch them and see what they are doing you know it's nothing wrong to say would you like to get a cup of tea or would you like to get a cup of a uh, cup of java or or whatever it is you know and talk to them and find out uh juicing detoxing if you're at a detoxing you're healing you have something in common right there because you're both detoxing you're do both doing healing work on yourself so self-help motivational uh different conferences how to do it yourself there's so many different aspects you can meet different people that you have in common that you already build that and you build a trust and a friendship and you work on so you say i want a person in a relationship and you have this ideal that what you want so what i say to you write down your ideal person but also write down what you see yourself as that person and what you would bring into a relationship write it down and also on the back write down what you are hoping to bring to each other in a relationship where you visualize it so you're writing down what you want you're writing down what you bring into a relationship you write down what you both come together, how you both would come together in this relationship and how you see it. So that is very key point. People go, oh, well, you know, this is what I want. Okay, why do you want that? What is so significant about wanting that characteristic? Is it superficial or is it something attainable? Okay, man says, oh, I want a woman that cook and clean and can take care of kids. Wow. You want her domesticated, but can you cook? Can you clean? And are you parent ready? Um, my ideal woman is, she got money. She has a job. Um, she has her own home. Okay, that's nice to have that she has a job she has the money but again what do you have to complement that and i understand women i don't want no man living in his mama's basement and you don't want no woman um really i know this is kind of biased i feel it's okay for a woman to stay with her parents or a man to stay with their parents till they save up enough money 
to buy a house and they are financially stable. And I don't mean living off their parents. I mean this person is diligently working. Like they have a goal, they have a job, they're working to get what they need. They're building up their savings, they're getting their credit together, they know what they want, they have an ideal, and they want to bring that into a relationship when they get married. You know? So they're very diligent. They're not going to be out there spending their money willy-nilly. So that is good. So I know it's a double standard, but I feel a woman should stay home uh, with her parents and, and save up that money for her to get her own. And a guy, if he's working, really diligently working, not living off of mom and dad and they're taking care of the bills and they're, he's just spending his money and he's driving the bins and eating the food. But really saving up, contributing, helping towards their household, but helping build up his credit and his money as a woman. Um, also, you know, what they are like as parents. If you're a single parent, meaning mom or a single mom, a single dad, what is it like for them day to day and how do they do what they do? What is their support system? How do they make it work? Because it's a struggle. You're single, you're dating, and it's hard enough to take care of us, but sometimes it's hard enough to do um, dating while you're having children. And there's different clubs out there for them too, uh, parents with children, uh, where they get to go out and they swap and swap out. You know, you meet people and you, you, know, you watch your kids or you do play dates uh, with your children. Also, someone can go out and have a cup of coffee or tea or post. So there's all kinds of things that you can do. Um, you want to, you don't like something about yourself. Okay. If you don't like something about yourself, then fix it. But don't let what someone said that they don't like about you be the thing that you fix. But if you don't like it and you're self-conscious, then you fix it yourself. Don't let others force you to do something that you would not do. If you're happy with your size, if you're happy the way you look, you're happy about your hair. Uh, you know, when my hair was natural, you know, everybody, oh girl, you need to do something with that head. You know, you know they didn't understand natural. It, it wasn't a culture because back then you permed, you, you ponytailed, you jerry curled or whatever it was is dried, fried, to the side, laid, and all that other stuff. It was not becoming to be natural. It was offensive. You know, it was like you were unkept. Or if you got locks. Even when you got locks back in the day, they thought it was unkept. But it's really cool. It's come a long way. You braid your hair. Um, that is something to think about, you know. You dye your hair, you put your hair in braids, you wear weeds because you're trying to track or you're putting on a whole bunch of makeup, but you really don't feel like wearing makeup. I am what I am. Days I wear makeup, days I don't. I like to wear things as natural as possible and when I can. Um, that's just me, you know. And I don't knock anybody, so we shouldn't knock anybody for their beliefs or what they do. That's them and that's their path and that's their journey. But getting back to relationships. You got to decide what kind of person you want. 
in the relationship. What person you are and you bring to a relationship. And how to go about getting the person that you seek. And building relationships is very important in life. And how to cultivate them and nurture them to go on beyond if you want. Now there are, um, I'm going to say it loose, there are people that have relationships that are just sex buddies. You know, won't say the F word because I don't know if children are watching or not or will see this. But they're just sex buddies. They just have sex and that's all it is to it. You know, call it up, booty, booty call, booty call, booty call, booty call. Your booty call buddy. Um, is that a relationship? Some people say no, some people say yes. Because you're just having sex with that person. But when does sex become meaningful? When does sex mean that you're committed? Um, that's what you need to decide. And when you want to have that relationship with a person. That again is for you to decide. So it's very important that you respect yourself and respect your partner and how to go about it. Now, um, I'm not saying sex is not important. Oh, honey, sex is good. Sex can be very good with the right person. Sex can be very bad, which you thought was with the good person. Do you, you understand? <laughs> it can be very bad. But do you want that to be the basis of your relationship, sex only? Or do you want something deeper? There's some people that go and get married out there uh, because of, uh, you know, a fear of being alone. Oh. Hello, my friend. How are you? But I don't think anybody should fear of being alone. Because when you fear, you actually... When you fear... Of being by yourself, you actually wind up by yourself. Do you understand what you most fear is what you wind up with? When you have no fear, you get the doors open to you. And that's what I find. I love, you know, relationships. I love people. So because I love that, I bring a love of people with me. You know what I mean? Like, what is it about me? that I bring to this relationship. It's like when I go into a community. What it, what can I bring to this community this community has not had before? So what do I bring into my relationship each and every time I'm with the partner, person I'm with? What? Is it something new? Is it something adventurous? Is it reading a good book? It's a good conversation? What do I bring? And I like to bring, you know, my wit, my personality. Um, I love to laugh. For me, that is the ultimate high of laughing. So I, you'll find me laughing a lot because I just find unusual things, um, saying uh, situations that things going. I laugh it off. Um, I find laughing is better than crying for me and there's nothing wrong with crying uh, we need to release and, and let our tears be out as well but um, 
that's the basis of a lot of different relationships. What? How do you express yourself? Um, are you quick to anger? That's dangerous. Um, do you grab out? That's dangerous too. Or do you sit down and you talk and you work a relationship out? That's what I'm saying. Can you do that? I know for me, I like to talk. I like to discuss. I'm a brain person. So you got to hit me up here to make me feel it here. That means my brain and my heart. And you have to have, for me, some kind of spiritual background of similarity to get. Some people just want to date Christians. Some people just want to date Jewish. Some people just want to date within the race. Some people date outside the race. It's all kinds of intermingle. It's what you're comfortable with. Um, there's so many different religions out there. And so many different sectors and dogmas, as I call them. Different dogmas that people believe into. Um, cooking is very beautiful when you do it together. Walking on the beach can be romantic to some and irritating to others. Being in the country can be wonderful for some and just horrific to others. So you see the things that I'm saying, like, if you like horseback riding, oh, wow, then you want to be with the horses, you want to learn about horses, how to rub them down, how to take care of them, and how to ride them properly. So you want to be in that arena. So you might even want to do uh, the horseback riding class and learn the horseback ride, how to take care of horses, and stuff like that. So that's something that you can do. Um... And also, you might want to do the 4-H club as an adult. I think they still have the 4-H club. I'm not quite sure. Um, I know they used to have it in America. Um, you might actually want to do the travel club because you like to travel. And that's something that you can do. Uh, join a travel club. You'll meet different people, make different expats. And you'll find out, you know, what you have in com common. Uh Cruises are wonderful. Yachts are beautiful if you can, can do that. Um, these are just some ideas of how to meet people in common. But working, a relationship is work. It doesn't, you just don't walk in a relationship and say you have one. It takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of cultivating. It takes a lot of time and it takes a lot of commitment. And it takes a lot of clear clear crystal communication without a doubt and sitting down and talking with that person and then the understanding look that's what it is now again like I said some people are made to be monogamous some people are made to be polyamorous again even what polyamorous there need to be definitely clear line of communication between you and all your partners out there for them to understand what it is that you want out of this relationship and what you each bring into the relationship. So there is no jealousy and animosity towards each other or strife in the relationship. 
And that should be going on with monogamous relationship talking. So there is no jealousy. Why are you jealous? That to me, that's crazy. I'm not going to be jealous of uh, of uh, another woman. Um, if she looks good, I have no problem telling a girl, girlfriend, you look good. Um, you look good. Or a guy, if you look good. That's complimenting them. That's giving them heads up. Not that it means, oh, I want to jump your bones. But we as women need to encourage each, each other and strengthen each other and let us know, you know what? Um, you, di you did a great job. You're doing good. Uh, you look good. Um, wow. You know, I wonder, you know, how did you pull that off? Or ask questions. Strengthen up and hold up your girlfriends, your friends, your sister friends. Same thing with the dudes. You know, you got that. You look good. You're dapper, whatever. Da -da 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 -da. Whatever it is, you uphold each other. When your woman comes out, take a look at each and every time. Might be a new hairstyle, new outfit, new thing. Let her know she look good. When your man comes out, let him know, baby, you look good compliment each other that's how a relationship stays longer you're looking at each other do things you never done before you know uh rent a hotel room take a bubble bath together uh put flowers on the bed cook each other meal i mean go to the beach go go on cruises go to different cities travel together do something that you both like um, ask them about their children, what their children do, how they're making it. It's different things that you can do to enhance your relationship. Sit down and have discussions. And it's not all about bills. And yes, bills need to get paid and all of that. But have you decided before you got in a relationship how this was going to be done? Um, that you both have two separate accounts and account together um you work he don't she work she, he don't or they're taking care of the kids it's all different aspects that you take in consideration of what can be done in your relationship that actually works and are you afraid to do that you know what does it take to be in a relationship? And you don't have to be all down if you're not in a relationship. Because you know what? You are in a relationship. You're in a relationship with yourself. Treat yourself how you want to be treated, whether you're a man or a woman. Treat yourself how you envision treating your partner. And that partner also will manifest. If you treat yourself good, visualize how you would treat your partner. And visualize how you want your partner to treat you. I'm telling you, it, it can be a wonderful thing, relationships. And you got to allow each other to grow because in a relationship, the 
the lines that you thought were black and white are not always black and white. They do change as you grow. You talk to any couple that's been together more than 30 years, and they will tell you, you grow. Um, some grow apart. Some grow closer. Some go through some battles and they make it work. Talk to these couples and find out, what did you do? What is, how did you see relationships growing up in your house, in your family, around your friends, in your neighborhood, in your environment? Is that what you base your relationship on? Did you think they were healthy relationships? Do you think they're good relationships? These are, I mean, it's a lot that I'm giving you to think about. I know that I am. But again, what do you bring to the table to a relationship? What do you want your partner to bring to the table to the relationship? And how do you enhance each other? You visualize a, a manifesting and helping each other evolve into relationship. Write that down on a piece of paper. Put it under your pillow. Say it before you go to bed. Say it when you get up. And visualize it. And what would behold your partner will appear? Your partner could be anywhere and any way. But if you're not in a relationship, be, be content on where you are. You know, don't get down, don't get depressed. It's just not your time right now. And it's okay. When it's time, it's time. Doors open. And if you've gotten out of a bad relationship, you need to take time and heal yourself and not be bitter about it, man or woman. And do not judge everybody by the same brush. Just because that one person, male or female, don't make the whole pop. All women are bad. All men are bad. Some women are bad. Just like some men are bad. You know? And don't discriminate um, different people because of what you see or stereotype or belief. Find out by each person exactly what they are and what they bring. Find out what it's about. Like, I had a girlfriend says, Oh, if you date the guy from this this nationality, they're possessive, they're this, they're that, they're this, that, and that's how they are, and they're just like this. And I'm like, wow, really? That's been your experience. See, her experience might not be my experience. I, I'll get, uh, share your secret, um, not a secret, but um, the man I considered my husband and I was not married to him, we were just in a, a relationship, um, he told me uh, he was abusive when he was younger in his relationship, he was very volatile, he met me and that was not in his repertoire to do such thing as that. And yes, I am very challenging. I, I was up in your face and a young girl and he was a lot older, but I challenged him like, and he let me know, I wouldn't even think about putting my hands on him, on you. And that was like, wow, what is it about me? It's my energy and the way I, I guess I carried myself. But also he's grown older. So there are men that change now, I'm not saying if he puts his hands on you, that is inappropriate. Woman, man putting their hands on you, it's inappropriate anyhow, anyway. That's unacceptable. Unacceptable. Now, if they're getting 
counseling, treatment, and they really have changed. There's difference. Um, there's something about a man putting his hands on a woman to me represents insecurity. A woman putting her hands on a man is that that's your only way of, instead of sitting down, you don't have any way to talk. You have to put your hands on a man. No. That's not how you communicate. And this day and age, man will slap the crap out of you. You put your hands on, he's going to slap you back or punch you back or whatever. Um, it, it's not where, okay, you don't put your hands on a, a woman and you hit him and, and it's okay. It doesn't work like that anymore. Uh, things have changed. But again, it should have never worked like that. Uh, men and women should not ever put their hands on each other. That is not clear communication at all. That is not clear communication. It's not appropriate at all. It doesn't help. It uh, does not oof, does not help each other. It just puts another barrier in the way of each other. Sorry. It just puts barriers in the way. Uh, that is uncalled for. Um, then I was, if I was you, like I tell people, um, it's good to go to marriage counseling before you get married so you can discuss these different things and learn what your relationship is so you'll have an idea of what you're getting into uh, before you get married. A lot of people just jump in and get married just for the sake of getting married. Um, some, like I said, some people are fear of being by themselves, so they'll marry the next man that comes in there or the next woman that comes along because they don't want to be by themselves in the fear of loneliness. You don't have to do that. Um, and there's appropriate dancing and things that you want. So think about it. What do you want? How do you see it? How do you visualize it? How do you manifest it? And I gave you plenty of ideas and I'm hoping that it helped uh, relationship because everybody wants relationships or they want to be in a relationship. And everybody wants to be loved. But you know what? Also, you got to have a relationship with yourself. You got to love yourself first. If you don't love yourself, how you want somebody else to love you? If you don't think you're lovable, what makes you think somebody else is going to love you if you don't think you're lovable? And you attract what you are at that present moment in that field. So if you don't feel lovable, you're going to attract somebody and you're going to, I want a relationship, I want a relationship, I want a relationship. Guess what? You're going to attract somebody on that low vibration that doesn't want a relationship either and is not going to respect you. If you don't love yourself and don't respect yourself, you're going to attract that to you. But if you love yourself and you respect yourself, you're going to attract the right person. So it might be like, oh my gosh, you know, all my girlfriends are getting married. Or, well, all my dudes are just, they're, they're married now. What do I do? Who do I hang out with? Hang out with yourself. Um, or join these clubs, like I told you. Or join something that you're being a part of. Be part, do what do you do in your community that makes you an asset. There's so much that you can offer and be done if you choose to. But you got to decide what part you play.
in your relationship. And know that you bring something special and unique. No matter who you are and what you are to relationship. And where you are. So I leave that with you. I say love, light, and laughter is my new word. Love, light, and laughter is what I leave you with. I am Dr. Cecily D'Angelo. I hope this on relationship was helpful to you. Blessings to all. Food Alchemy Network, a metaphysical channel that deals with holistic, alternative, traditional care for the body, mind, and soul. We have Coffee with Ori, intuitive life coach, spiritual guider. Also, he is a Santeria priest. He has been to Cuba. He has been to Mexico. He has traveled the different parts of Latin America to bring spiritual awareness to you as well from the USA to Latin America. So we welcome Ori from Coffee with Ori, Dr. D, a metaphysician, alternative holistic care, AKA medicine woman that deals with care from all sides of life. From doula to biofeedback to vibrational therapy to color therapy that soothes the mind, the soul. She teaches classes from raw vegan to vegan to juicing to fasting. She's a facilitator of workshops for Yoni and Lingam Care Workshop for men and women and coming together spiritually in union for it to be balanced. This is Dr. D. She does Dr. D time and cooking with Dr. D. Please stay and enjoy Food Alchemy Network.